Cambridge Insider Podcast time. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Cambridge Insider Podcast. Today's podcast is proudly brought to you by Kennedy Catholic College Prep High School. Kennedy Catholic is located in one hour away from New York City on a beautiful and safe suburban campus. The school offers 15 AP courses, 14 dual enrollment courses, and the Pace Lublin School of Business Partnership. Kennedy offers a wide range of college prep, such as PSAT course, countless college credit course opportunities, and college placement guidance. In addition, Kennedy Prep offers countless uh, countless sports opportunities as well as exciting clubs and activities. Kennedy Prep students rank as the as the top of SAT scores. In addition, earning placement to the top universities and colleges in the US and abroad. So that's Kennedy Catholic College Prep High School, located just outside of New York City. As always, my co-host Liana Glass. How are you? I'm doing good, Stephen. Um, like I've said in a few episodes now, we're just preparing for students to be arriving back in August. So we've been busy. Um, I've got a little bit of like a summer sniffly cold going on. So forgive me if I sound a little stuffy in this episode. But, you know, it's nice to know you can still get a cold these days and it, it's not all about COVID. It doesn't need to just be COVID. So we, it's just your regular cold, which is kind of nice. <laughs> I mean, how times have changed when we're excited about just having a regular cold. Um, well, our, our thoughts are with you. We hope you don't uh, you, you get well soon. Um, I did just want to make a quick mention. Um, you know, all of our schools that we have the past couple of episodes been mentioning at the beginning of our episodes. Those are Cambridge Enhanced Marketing Schools. Um, so for schools that are interested in Cambridge Enhanced Marketing, reach out to us. It's a great uh it's a great initiative that we've launched at Cambridge and it gives schools the opportunity to build their brand, to get some more exposure and really to, to market their programs in a different, unique way that reaches their target audiences. Of course, our podcast, which goes out globally to people, um, you know, and people across across the, the, the country as well as across the world, specifically in Southeast Asia, do listen to the podcast. So, you know, one of the reasons why we do give a little blurb about some of our CEM schools. So, Liana, in today's episode, we're talking about what I feel has been the buzzword the past month. And I don't know if you agree with me, but I'm so tired of hearing about the Delta variant. Um, but tired of hearing about it or not, we've got to address it because it is something that I know we have received many um, questions about. Students want to know what what's happening uh, schools are asking for guidance with regards to it. Uh, you know, the government and the state guidelines are changing with regards to it. So we're going to be talking a little bit about the Delta variant. Right. Unfortunately, it's something we need to address because though we have been full steam ahead with getting back to, quote, normal, um, the Delta variant is certainly something that's slowing things down a bit. And uh, we might have to put the brakes on a little bit with masking and um all of those guidelines to keep people healthy and safe, we we might need to get through this last hurdle before we can really see things going back um, to a pre-pandemic state. So things are changing daily, so we want to give our listeners an update on what's happening as of today, but we know that things do continue to change day by day, so we'll try and keep you posted. Absolutely. And as always, we, you know, when we talk about any of these changes, refer to your your local state guidelines. There's so many websites. The CDC website is a, is a great one to, 
to look at if you need some some specific guidelines as well as your state local health state uh, websites also have very updated information specific to where you will be if you're a student or specific to where you are if you're a school I think the first thing that I want to say, and, and you know, we've we've done a little research. Will will um, there, there's a, a, a couple of articles doing sort of the rounds at the moment, but I think the first thing that we want to sort of put out there is this is certainly not, um, and most of the science that I've read up on, a, a, at least the New York Times article that we've just referenced, um, this is certainly not back to where we were in 2020 and i think we need to get that panic out of the way um we have had some families come to us and say oh we've heard you know the delta variant and it's rising and what does this mean are we back where we were last year is it online in person what's happening i think the idea with the delta variant and liana you can you know if you can add a little bit more if you want but yes it's more transmittable um you know people can get the delta variant of COVID 19 um I suppose a little bit easier than than previous variants um, of COVID, but the 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 standard practices remain the same in terms of for the most part people that are vaccinated are a lot safer. Uh, it's not as easily transmitted by people that are are fully vaccinated, and uh, you know those people don't for the most part get seriously ill um, and, and it doesn't cause them to necessarily have to stop what they're doing, stop going to school, stop going to work because, you know, the, the, the vaccination does provide that protection to them. Right. Certainly the key here is being vaccinated. So we're seeing COVID cases rising in unvaccinated populations. And luckily for us, most of our students are coming from countries who highly prioritize vaccinations and who uh, highly respect the science that went into creating these vaccines and they're getting vaccinated. So really as a vaccinated person, personally, I'm not super worried about the Delta variant. Um, I think there is, as you said, it's more transmissible, it's more contagious. However, the vaccines are working. They're doing what they were created to do, which is keep people out of hospitals, keep them from getting severely ill. And that's what's happening. So the people who do have maybe a breakthrough case, and it may be from the Delta variant or not, um, they're not getting critically ill. It's not sending them to the hospital. And that's the important thing. So if you are vaccinated, you are safe. Um, you know, we might be seeing mask mandates being put back into place in places with high rates of COVID right now. Um, so you may have to wear your mask again indoors in crowded places, but that's really the extent of it. Um, in schools, I think mask mandates will probably be enforced. But again, if you're attending a private school, you know, it's really up to your school and um, your community what those policies will be. But again, the key is vaccinations. And right now we're in the state we're in in our country because we don't have enough people vaccinated. Um, in an article that will be linked in our show notes, it says fewer than 50% of the country is vaccinated as of right now. Um, so that includes adolescents, that includes people in high schools. So adults over 50% are vaccinated uh, with at least one vaccination. But, you know, we're still at a point where we really need to push vaccinations. And until enough people are vaccinated, we're going to see mask mandates. We're going to see kind of a stall in our return to a pre-pandemic lifestyle. 
Absolutely. And I, I do want to touch on a couple things, um, you know, regarding what you said. I think the first one is, you know, we, we have read some guidance and we don't want to talk too much about it just because things change all the time. But from the CDC hinting at potential, um, you know, masking indoors specifically for certain populations in certain parts of the country, I think that really needs to be viewed out of a state of panic you know, or, or, or not in a state of panic. Let me, let me put it to you that way, rather. Um, that really is a precaution. Um, if we've learned anything from the last year, year and a half, it's, you know, if we can take some of these precautions early on to stop the spread, we don't really get really deep into this hole of COVID-19 and it stops um, the majority of life as we know it, which we certainly want to, don't want to do. So again, don't read too much into that. We very much see it as a precaution, as a way to continue protecting people around us, continue making sure that we can, to a certain extent, do what we've always wanted to do. If you want, if you need to, you know, wear a mask for a couple of hours, then so be it. And, you know, if, if, if those are the guidelines, don't, don't panic about that. Don't think that we're going to necessarily go back to 2020. At this stage, majority of the science points to the fact that these are just simply precautions. I think the other thing that's really important for us to note here is, you know, the communication. I think um, uh, students are unclear maybe at this stage. There's, there's differing things happening in different different countries. Schools might even be unclear and be changing some of their policies and some of their ideas of how it's working. I would advise to both of our, both the students as well as the schools, let's up the communication efforts. If you're a school, even if you need to change a communication twice, three times a week as new guidance gets gets delivered and as your school boards and, and heads of schools, you know, make new decisions, do that. It's very important to understand and to remember that you do have a population that's abroad that do not have necessarily the CDC updates, the updates that we get on our news, news channels, uh, specifically with regards to schools, specifically with regards to we're a private school, what are, what are we going to do? What are our policies going to be? And I think clear, constant communication creates a sense of calm. It gives uh, students and families certainly that confidence that they need in schools. And then for our students listening on the other hand as well is reach out, communication, communication, communication. You need to be able to, you know, have the comfortability. It's a good learning curve for our students to come who are coming in, walking into a culture where putting your hand up in a classroom is not necessarily frowned upon. You need to be able to have that confidence to ask those questions. And this is a great example and a great sort of uh, practice run for you reach out to cambridge network reach out to to our schools and and just ask you know what what is happening on the floor what are some of the policies how is it going to look and and be prepared to be a little bit flexible with that yeah i want to emphasize that i'm certainly not seeing enough communication from my schools that i work with directly um so i really want to emphasize that we need more communication and just more clarity on what it's going to look like in the classroom, what it's going to look like in our communities. And we understand those things are changing day to day. Students understand that too. But just being upfront and keeping that door to communication open is very important. And I think a key here is that we have to focus on what we can control. And communication is one thing we can control. Another thing we can control is our mask wearing. You know, we can't control maybe what um, how the how COVID is going to spread through different populations. But again, the mask wearing is just something that we can put in place that we can do. We can't control a lot of things, but that's one of the things we can do to prevent the spread. So it's really not a big deal. Um, it's just, you know, one step we can take to to prevent the spread of this thing. And then another thing to focus on is that, you know, in the areas that our schools are in, 
there are more likely to be, it's more likely to be a low rate of transmission because it's in those more urban areas. It's in those more progressive um, urban areas of the states that we work in where the rates of transmission are lower because people are getting vaccinated at higher rates in those spots. So keep that in mind too. Um, obviously there are places in the country that are more rural, that are less open to getting vaccinated, but that's typically not where our schools are located. And even in those spots, if you're vaccinated, you're relatively safe. Important to remember that, and, and, and that's something so important for schools. If, if there's a big panic abroad or, you know, in, in our country about the Delta variant, it's important to, if you can um, give some, some, some data back to your, your families through communication to say in our community, in our school, our faculty, X amount of people are vaccinated, um, which makes it for all intents and purposes a really safe community to be in. I think it's so, so important to continue with that and to remember at all times, whether you're vaccinated, whether you're not vaccinated, there are options out there. Ask Cambridge Network or Yara to help you, to help you provide solutions, whatever those solutions might be for you as an individual or as a school. Um, and, and if you're not comfortable, you know, th those are conversations that we need to have. Um, you know, whether there's a mask mandate in place or not, if you're not comfortable, you're still welcome to wear a mask. I think that's important for a lot of our population coming from Southeast Asia, where mask wearing is a lot more common and a lot more of a daily practice. You know, if you're not comfortable, there's nothing stopping you from wearing a mask, regardless of what some of the policies say. So, Good little update session. Um, we want to make sure that we keep it positive because we have done so incredibly well. Um, and at this stage, we are still looking forward to being in person in the fall, which we're extremely excited about. Um, we continue to up vaccination rates. We continue to, to plan ahead for uh, what should be a very exciting fall 2021 school season. Liana, any final thoughts from your side? Yeah, I just think that students and our listeners should remember that we're not in the place that we were at the beginning of this pandemic, COVID rate wise, hospitalizations wise, and most importantly, I think personally, none of us are in the same place that we were um, mentally or socially that we were at the beginning of this pandemic. We have all grown our skills to adapt to the environment we're in now worldwide with this pandemic. Um, Going back to school and doing distancing and masking up isn't going to feel like such a huge deal anymore. We're used to it. We've been through this. We've learned how to adapt. If we need to learn virtually, maybe we do. And we've done it. We've done it for a year already. It's nothing really to be so shaken about anymore. Um, I think our students have adapted phenomenally. And if we need to push through a couple more months of it, so be it. Um, it's not going to be something that hinders your performance anymore. It's not going to be something that, you know, hinders your academic achievements. Cambridge Network has grown all of our programming to, you know, meet the needs of students if this does continue. So I think we're stronger than we've ever been on so many fronts. And just keep that in mind with all of this evolving news. Cambridge Network will be here to step in to provide any support that's needed with these last challenges we're going to face. And just stay positive. Uh, travel's open. We are accepting our students back in August, and we're really excited to see you guys. And school's opening in person. So, you know, there's a lot to look forward to, and we got this. Absolutely. Well said. Liana, a little lemon and honey. That's the that's the old trick that you need to do if you feel a little tickle in the throat, a little, you know, flu-like symptoms coming on, not COVID, just a little cold. 
lemon and honey. That's the that's what my grandma used to say. So, um, you know, take her advice. To all of our listeners, as always, thank you for tuning in. Remember to like and subscribe and send us some questions. If you want us to deal with a specific topic, make sure we know what that is. Until the next episode, bye-bye, everybody.